0: all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you happy this evening? We appreciate the Lord to meet you this evening. Amen. Amen. Thanks for the prayers. I traveled very well to Port Elizabeth. We had a tremendous time. Amen. Amen. It was seven services in total, but God was with us. Amen. So let me just take over where you left off on sunday regarding the word bright amen Amen. let us just turn our bibles to the book of genesis genesis chapter 11 not forgetting pastor crosby maliko will be with us on sunday morning amen are looking forward now you can read with me and the whole world was of one language and of one one speech you're not here and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech Amen. Now, in Acts 2, I'll give you a background of the text as we speak. It's Acts 2, verse, if you can just bring verse 6. Yes, verse 6, chapter 2, verse 6. And when this and when this was noised abroad, was noised abroad the, multitude the multitude came together
1: and were confounded,
0: and were confounded. because that every man had them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled.
1: And they were all amazed and marveled.
0: Saying one to another. Saying one to another. Behold are not all these which speak Galileans. Behold are not all these which speak Galileans. And how and how hear we every man in our own tongue. And how hear we every man in our own tongue. Where in we, were born. Where in we were born. Amen. So you can see in Genesis, the Bible says they spoke in one tongue. And later there was a confusion that was brought. They began to speak in different tongues. Now in the book of Acts, we see what it was before Genesis 11 when God confused them when they wanted to build the Tower of Babylon. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, in book of Acts, again, we hear them, they speak, but every man can hear in their own language the message that was being spoken. Amen. Amen. The title of my message this evening, I want to speak about the language of the bride. Amen. The language of the bride. Uh, as we bow our heads, gracious heavenly Father, just be gracious to us this evening, we as mortals have paged through the pages of the Bible and read where we could read, prepared notes where we could prepare. But dear God, it takes you to step in for the supernatural to be made known among the people. Dear God, we are not here this evening for impressions. We are here for preparations. Realizing that any time, it is a home-going time. Be gracious, dear God, so that in this hour, we should be more sincere. As the world is playing church, help us not to play church. As we see the religious uh, gimmicks that are taking place in the end time, help us not to be part of that. We want to exhibit your weight in the end time because we know dear god without your weight we are nothing because in the beginning was the weight the weight was with god and the weight was god and the weight was made flesh and tonight our greatest desire let this weight be made flesh in our flesh let it not just be quotations, sermons songs let it be a reality in our personal lives That the people in this generation can behold us and say, these people are of a different kind. We are not a denomination. We are against organized religion. We are the children of the Most High God, called by the message of the hour, vindicated by yourself, dear God. We thank you for everything that you have done for us. We commit the reading of the way to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. While you take your seats, just a couple of minutes, amen. So I hope you had a blessed time on Sunday, amen, Uh, and then we certainly had a a blessed time as well. Uh, It is only when you travel that you realize that there are some people that may be praying for you back home. Are those people here this evening that are praying for us when we go? Amen. Because sometimes when you preach, the people come and say, we rejoice, the way it is wonderful. Then you begin to realize it's not your ability. Somebody somewhere was praying. Say, God, whatever he says, let it be a blessing to the people. Amen. So I bring greetings from Port Elizabeth. So they said, I must send their regards to you. Amen. Now we'll just maybe give you an update on Sunday uh, so that I must not hold you. I'm quite fluish, but I felt that let me speak tonight. Amen. Now I say th- I want to speak about the language or maybe brother, if you can bring Genesis eleven back onto the screen. Verse one. It says, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of China, and they dwelt there. They said one to another, go to, let us make brick and bend them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. They said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. So you are beginning to see that right from the beginning, a human being thought he could devise his own way to get into heaven. And even tonight, there are many people that would want to devise their own way to get into heaven but there is only one way to get into heaven it is through the Lord Jesus Christ how many believe that there's, there's absolutely you can never bypass the Lord Jesus Christ now the lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men build it the lord said behold the people is one and they've all they and they have all one language And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down there and confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. For the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. We know that this movement was led by a man called Nimrod. I, I, I still remember the first uh, Bible, which means it is a, it is a, uh, Brother Brummel says the word Bible, uh, it, it means Babylon, Babylon. The word Babylon means confusion. Hallelujah. When the men wanted to attempt to get into heaven through their own way, God brought confusion by making them to speak in different languages. When God wanted to restore the church in the book of Acts, He made people to understand in their own languages. And now we are right at the end time. Now, around the world, we are now dealing with the third Babylon. We have had the first Babylon. We have had the second one, which was during the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Then we are having the third one, which is the modern Rome. Are we together? Now, the whole world, you can begin to see ministers, churches are speaking in different languages. But the language that matters most in the end time, it is the language of the bride. I say it is the language of the bride. Amen. Now let's put it this way. And how it came about is, when, when, you, when you go or get invited to go and preach somewhere, a lot of times you would have never met the people that you are going to preach to. You would have never, you don't know who they are, where they come from, you don't know their names you don't even know what is the setup where you're going. But there's one only one thing that you know. If they believe the message of Malachi 4, hallelujah, then they will be blessed if you quote Malachi 4. It doesn't matter whether it is China, it doesn't matter whether it is Uganda or Zimbabwe, wherever you go, the language of the bright in the end time, it is the message of the hour. Are you still with me? Now, while I, read it, I want to read this quotation. I read it in Port Elizabeth. It blesses me so much. In Marriage and Divorce, paragraph 258, Brother Brenham says, and so it is with a church that refuses to become pregnant in the age that we now live in to bring forth the children of this age. So Brother Brenham is telling you that in the age that we're living in, There will be a church that will be pregnant, and there will be churches that will refuse pregnancy. And quite frankly, pregnancy is not an easy experience. Can sisters say amen to that? Are you here, sisters? Pregnancy is not an easy experience. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to say it for what it is, it deforms you. Hallelujah, it takes you out of shape, it messes up with your cravings, you can't wear what you used to wear, you can't go where you used to go, you can't eat what you used to eat, hallelujah, pregnancy changes everything about you, are you still with me? And that is why, brothers say, in the end time, instead of women getting pregnant, they rather have a dog. Amen. And this shows you, spiritually speaking, that there will be churches that will refuse the pregnancy of the weight. And they will have their own spiritual path. Instead of being pregnant by the weight of God. Because once you are pregnant, it is messy. Come on, are you here? Maybe while I did, I can throw it. You never will ever see a woman wearing a very tight pants while she's pregnant. I thought there would be an amen here. There was an amen in Port Elizabeth. I don't know why there is no amen here. Hallelujah. But let's carry on. Brother Brem says, we are not Lutherans. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are not Lutherans. We are not wasteless, Neither are we Pentecostals. Oh. Folks, this, this I need to emphasize. Brother Brenham says something very striking. He says, he says I'm glad that God got hold of me before the church did. What is happening is because when you've got a church experience and you come into the message and you meet certain situations, you, you might be tempted to tap into your church experience. So William Brenham had no way to tap into because he had no church experience. The only experience that he had about the church, he was chucked out of the church. Are you still with me? And what we're beginning to see in the message, we're beginning to see people that are emerging, the people that have got a church background, one was a Pentecostal, but it's still a Pentecostal in the message. One was a Zionist, but they still have Zionist tendencies in the message. Amen. Because a denomination is not a building. A denomination is not a name. A denomination is a spirit. Amen. And that spirit can follow you anywhere, including in the message. Are you, are you still here? Amen. And I mentioned something very critical. I say the greatest enemies towards the message of the hour in the end time are two things, Pentecostalism and intellectualism. We will never rapture through intellectualism. We will never rapture through Pentecostalism. The Pentecostalism will never give you a rapturing faith. Are you still with me? But it says we've got to be the children of this age through the pregnancy of the weight of God to bring forth a child of this age, the city child. And it says, I hope you understand. Amen. Amen. Let me just get another quotation here. It was not on my notes. It just dropped while I was in the office. Amen. Amen. Are you still with me? Amen. Brother Rum says, in the message the seven church age, he says, Do you how many believe that they are part of the bride? Amen. That was not enough. Amen. How many believe that they are part of the bride? Amen. Amen. Not part of Lighthouse Tabernacles, part of the bride. Amen. The church will go through the tribulation, but the bride will not go through the tribulation. Amen. So as you become part of this church, just make sure that it does not end up there. Now, Brother Room says in this uh, uh, church age book, he says, A momentary momentary consideration of church history will prove how accurate this thought is. In the dark ages, the weight was almost entirely lost to the people, but God sent Luther with the weight. The Lutherans spoke for God at that time, but they organized, and again, the pure weight was lost for organization tends towards dogma and creed and not simple way. They could no longer speak for God. Then God sent Wesley. He was the voice with the weight in his day. Hallelujah. And the people who took his revelation from God became the living apostles, read and known of all men for their generation. When the Methodists failed, God raised up others, so it has gone on through years until in this last day. There is again another people, hallelujah, Amen. it says I again another people who will be the voice of God in the end time, Amen. hallelujah, Amen. and who is that voice of God? It is us in the end time. Are you still with me? Now, before I get to there, Brahman says the spirit and the prophet will say exactly the same thing. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Now, there are certain phrases that you will never find among, within any other group around the world except within the bride. There is a certain language that can only be spoken by the bride in the end time. Are you still with me? That means we can speak about the Bible We can speak about God. We can speak about Christ. But there is a way that the bride speaks about Christ. It is different from the way the other churches speak about Christ. Are you still with me? Listen, Pentecostals, they preach about Christ. But if I was to bring a Pentecostal to come and preach to the bride of Jesus Christ, I tell you, he will speak about Christ, but it will never penetrate to the souls of the members of the bride. Yes. Why? Because we are, we are different, folks. Are you still with me? Yes. Now, Brother Branham says, this is one of the phrases in the message, the first seal, paragraph 151. He says, I hope that the church truly understands it. What I mean. You people, I am going to call you bride. See that you will understand it. Why would the brother Prem come and say, now, I'm no longer going to call you a church. I'm going to call you the bride. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when you look around, the people always say, you must have a relationship with Jesus. But with us, we say, you must go up further. You must have a relationship with Christ. But further than that, you must be impregnated by Christ Hallelujah. and have his life in your life. And for him to impregnate you, you must be married to him. And for him, for you to be married to him, your old husband must die. Folks, you must not divorce the husband because you will reconcile at some point in time. He must die. Who? Satan himself must die. Then after his death, then you get married to Christ. Glory, hallelujah tell me any other church that has got to tell you somebody, somebody has got to die in your life before you are married to Christ. Amen. Only the bride. Amen. I say only the bride. Amen. Hallelujah. No, no. Brother Brenham says in this message, all ministers around the world, they speak about repent, repent, repent. But when you go and get, what do they mean about repent? They don't take it with the way the prophet messenger took it. He says in this message, who is this Melchizedek, paragraph 88, he says, Then, after you recognize the very weight of God was eagle foot, then you left the other thing. Who told you that the weight of God is the eagle's foot? Hallelujah. Amen. Did your old priest ever tell you that the word of God is the eagle's foot? Yes. Alleluia. Did Bible school ever told you that the word of God is the eagle's foot? There is only one group of people that will tell you that the word is the eagle's foot. Come on, believers, are you here tonight? Amen. Now, he says, then you left to the other thing. You have, you have then been formed into the living image of the living God. So that means for you to be in the image of God, you must recognize the word of God to be the eagle's food, and you must leave the other thing. And then when you do that, then you are in the process of being formed into the image of the living God. Then you heard from your theophany. Folks, there is no church that will tell you that you have heard from your theophany. You can go to a dictionary and wait for the word de- uh, theophany. The only thing that they can tell you, they'll just take you, tell you that it is something that has got to do with the deity. But the prophet, messenger, the end time is the one that came and introduced and said, You've got a theophany. Yeah. Come on, are you here tonight? Yeah. No, I'm leaving that one. Now... Everyone, I mean, there is an African song about the woman at the the Samaritan woman at the well. Everyone is preaching about that. That there was Jesus and the Samaritan woman. But you and I, the prophet messenger, gave us the background story. Hallelujah. We don't just see the Samaritan woman and Jesus at the well. The prophet messenger comes. He says, The reason the priest could not believe in Jesus. Is because the priest had no representation. Whoever told you that you cannot be able to believe in God unless you've got representation. Is there any church that speaks about representation? Hallelujah. But now he comes, he says, but this little woman, in the message of the future home, paragraph 134, he says, but this little woman had nothing to present. Do you remember we had nothing to present as well? Do you remember we had nothing to present at some point in time? Broken background. Sinful life. Hallelujah. Life that was not desirable for the kingdom of God. But despite that, we had representation. He says, but this little woman had nothing to present. She was as filthy and dirty as she could be. But notice, way down in her, she's got representation. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, Brother Branham is telling you, and I have said it many a time, that when God was Elohim, the Samaritan woman was there as an attribute. When God became the Logos, the Samaritan woman was there. She was part of the Logos. When they met on flesh, he could, she could be able to be traced back because when he was Elohim, she was there. When he was a theophany, she was there. In flesh, they could recognize one another. But the priest could not recognize that because the priest had no representation. Oh, Brother Branham came in contact with many men. He performed miracles. Kansas fell off. But all the people that testified about the ministry of William Branham, not many of them are still in the message. When he moved to the third pool, they reversed. What is happening? They had no representation. The beauty about a certain group of people is that no matter what Satan does, they will never go back because their representation will never backslide hope we are together. <laughs> now, Brother Moon says, notice, way down in her, she's got representation. Then, she was looking for this thing to be made flesh. That means, while she carried it with her prostitution, someone, she believed that, listen, one day, the Messiah must come. One day, the scriptures that I've heard about must become a reality. But when the scriptures became a reality, the church rejected the scripture. But the prostitute accepted the scripture. What was the difference between the church and the prostitute? I never knew that sometimes you are better off without a church. Come on, a church will mess you up. Come on, a church will ruin your life. That's why we said, don't find a church. Find him. Yes. And uh, many people found him out of a church. Yes. In this generation, he had to be chucked out of a church. Yes. And the prophet had to invite the people out of the churches. And we did not invite you out of a church, into a church. We invited you out of a church, into the bride. Yes. If you came out of a church, into a church, you are dead. Yes. No hope at all. And furthermore, as much as that church messed up, this new church will mess you up. Amen. Hallelujah. A church is not a solution. Yeah. But he himself is a solution. Hallelujah. Come on, people. Amen. Now, Brother Brim comes. I, I'm, this, I'm just hitting the highlights. You'll bear with me. Now, this, when you, Brother Brim, when he comes and he speaks about Melchizedek. I'm just exposing you to the language of the bride. When he came and spoke about Melchizedek, he says, many people say Melchizedek was not a person, but it was a priesthood. Then the prophet comes and says, it was not a priesthood, it was a person. Are you still with me? And the Bible says, no beginning of days, no ending of days. Now, your prophet comes. Then he says, now watch. He wasn't the son of God. He was the God of the son. This is a prophetic language, folks. Are you still with me? He wasn't because the son of God had the beginning and had the end. But this man had no beginning and had no end. Then he says, this one wasn't the son of God. He was the God of the son. Ah, good, this is wonderful. He says, he wasn't the son of God. Melchizedek wasn't, but he was the father of the son of God. Uh, Hallelujah. Then Then he comes later as he speaks about him. Then he says that Melchizedek became Jesus Christ. Then you are sitting there and say, but Jesus Christ was the Son of God. But your prophet comes and says, the Son of God was the body. But he that was in the body was more than a Son of God. Yes. Are you still with me? Hey, come on, I'm making a, a challenge. Have you ever had people preaching about Melchizedek the way this message preaches? Have you ever heard a, a man speaking and exposing Melchizedek in the manner that Brother Branham did? Never. Now let us come. Then he, he, Now he comes. He says, all we know, we just say, people must repent, people must repent. But Brother Branham comes, he says, in the very same message, the Hebrews. He says, something on the inside of me, hallelujah, Or before I get there, he says, what you need is to meet this Melchizedek one time. What you need tonight is not more money. What you need tonight is not a relationship with the church. What you need tonight is not just knowing the scriptures. What you need tonight is for you to meet that Melchizedek. Come on, folks, where have you heard a man say, there is a need for you to meet Melchizedek? I'm, I'm simply showing you that in our generation, this prophet went deeper than preaching repentance. And actually, you can never go to the city until you meet Melchizedek. But a lot of time, people meet a pastor, meet a preacher, meet a fellow believer, meet a preacher. But Brother Branham say, you don't need that. You need to meet Melchizedek. Where will you meet him? Where is he? How will you meet him? Then Brother Branham comes. He speaks for himself. He says something on the inside of me. Met that Melchizedek one day and he spoke the only man in this generation I was looking at, the, uh, at uh, of, uh, a documentary of uh, Billy Graham a very renowned man known around the world went around preaching the gospel but he never said this statement that something on the inside of me met Melchizedek I believe that if I was to say it to him that something on the inside met Melchizedek he would not even understand what I'm talking about Will Pentecostal understand that? Will uh, preachers that come from a Bible seminary understand that? Do you understand that tonight? Yes. And what makes you to understand that? It is the grace of God. Yes. Are you still with me? He, and he said, and he spoke peace to me. And gave me eternal life. And I'm saying, if Brother Brennan met Melchizedek, we must meet Melchizedek. And when he says something on the inside, then you need to break it down and say, what is on the inside? The soul. Yes. The body can never meet Melchizedek. The spirit can never meet Melchizedek. Only an eternal part in a believer can meet that eternal being. Yes. Are you still with me? Now, this prophet is beginning to usher you into an eternal language. Are you still with me, people? Yes. Let me come to this one. Now he comes in the message, why cry and speak? He says, that's the language on his own. Why cry, speak? Now he comes, he says in this message, paragraph 46. he says, I think no church in its practice, no matter how intellectual and fundamental it might be, That church cannot thrive until the supernatural is made known among the people. And they see it. Something they can talk to that will talk back to them. That vindicates the written weight. Are you still with me? Now tell me, which church in the end time where the supernatural was made known? which church in the end time has got the picture of the supernatural in the end time which church in the end time has got the recent selfie of Jesus Christ come on believers you see you message believers you think you are ordinary but you are not ordinary why it's because Satan wants to reduce you to the level of Pentecostals I say we are not Lutherans we are not Pentecostals we are the bride of jesus christ yes. come on folks you've got a picture of it. there is a man in the end time i mean when you were in your old denomination you used to have that picture that was designed by Rome. and you had it of jesus christ on the wall but tell me which one is better than this one of Old men hallelujah yes. Put the old one that you had, that your mama had in the room and compare it with this one. This one, Brother Brennan comes in the end time. He says, I saw his face. And the only picture that comes closer to the way he is, it is Hoffman's picture. Come on, folks. We have had the supernatural in our midst. Something that we can talk to, that can talk back to us something that can rise in a meeting and say your name is Whitman Mukuba. You are not from Whitbang, you are from Bushburg Ridge. And you are sitting here, you are thinking about one, two, three. What was that? It was the supernatural being made among the people. It was not a church movement, but it was Jesus Christ in the end time among his people. And that changed our language. Are you still with me? Now, in the message, the exposition of the seven church ages, he comes, he says, "Here is the secret of this. The weight is in the bride as it was in Mary." <laughs> Hallelujah. Who who tell me you can go? Goodness, Miles Monroe is a great man, absolutely a very awesome man when he speaks about the kingdom and leadership. Joel Houston, uh, T D Jakes, you name all of them. But there is only one man in the end time that made a profound announcement. Here yeah, it is a secret. The word is now in you as it was in Mary. Hallelujah! How did the word came into Mary? The angel appeared before Mary and spoke the word. And Mary said, let it be according to your own way. And in the end time, the angel appeared before you. This time it was not Gabriel. This time it was a man from Kentucky. This time it was Malachi 4. Goodness, if you are not rejoicing that you have accepted the message of the hour through the prophet messenger, that's your own indaba. But I'm telling you, had it not been of this messenger, you were going to listen to the old tales in your own denominations. You were going to struggle with the same problem in your own denominations. But this message came and released you from the bondage of denominational system and made you to talk a different language. That is why it is a shame to be in the message and still walk in the old way. Exactly. It is a shame to come in contact with this message and never change. Yes. You are actually insulting God. Yeah. You actually saying the pillar of fire meant nothing. You actually said sunset mountain meant nothing. And furthermore, if you quote our prophet, but your life is not in line with what he said, what a shame. Yes. I say, what a shame. Yeah, it is a secret. The way is in the bride. As, and how it came into Mary, it was, it, was, it was in a very mysterious way. Can you imagine? I don't know. After Mary met an angel, Mary was a very sweet young girl. Mary was a believer. Mary was meditating on the scripture. Behold, a vision shall conceive. She would have never mediated, mediated on that unless, unless she was spiritual. Are you still with me? Because behold, a vision shall conceive. It's a supernatural language. But what, what makes me want to come and into her life, I just wonder: after she spoke to Gabriel, was she able to go back to church? Well, all priests will take out a scroll and read many scriptures. And Mary must have wondered. Maybe the old priest say, "Remember our God that moved us out of Egypt. Remember how our fathers were in the wilderness." Mary must have said, "That is historical." What about now? It is good that he was got there, but I want to know, what is he doing now? But I, Mary, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a church elder. I've never gone to school. But one day, I was walking. He, the angel, met me. And said, you will be a container of Messiah. You will bring forth the Messiah. Messiah. What do you think after the church had she gone to the priest's office and said priest do you know Isaiah once said behold a vision shall conceive that vision I know that vision that vision is not afar off it is I standing before you yes. they were going to say it is a blasphemy and today they talk about a church without spot or ringle. But I'm telling you, there is a group of people upon the face of the earth. There are no not known by anyone, but an angel appeared before them and spoke the message of the hour, and they said, let it be according to your own way. From that time, another life began to form in them. They began to speak a different language. When they meet, they say, goodness, my Theophany hallelujah Amen. and our prophet comes he says there are times when you are down and when you are down he says all of a sudden you come to chair you sit in a chair and all of a sudden that feeling of depression begins to evaporate yeah. he says then you begin to feel good and brother will say it is not because of the song leader it is not because of the pianist he says it's because your spiritual body is sitting next to your chair, is busy rubbing against you. Come on, church. These things you can never go to a Bible school to know. Hallelujah. Do you believe that tonight, as we are speaking here, there are images in the building? Do you believe that uh, there is a broadcast going on in the building? And if we put a television, you're gonna see what you are talking about. But there was another man with another eye. He said, right where you are sitting, your theophany can heal your natural body. Have you ever known about this? The problem, God finds the nobody that knows nothing. I was telling the young people in Eastern Cape, I said, then they were asking, the pastor left me with them that they would ask any questions. We put out a box. They threw the questions anonymously into the box. So I just had to pull questions one by one. And there was one question that was being asked. And the question was, can you be in the message and marry in the world? I say, young people, firstly, it is a disrespect For you to be in the message and marry in the world. Because even the English that you're going to use to propose to that person, it is our English that we taught you. I love your character. Who told you that you must love character? So I say, you young people, stop misusing our English. Come and use it within the bride arena. A bride, a bride will marry a bride. Hallelujah, an eagle will marry an eagle. That, folks, I'm not even apologetic on it. If it makes me unpopular, let it be so. But a believer must marry a believer. I will never retreat on that. Not even for a second. You had certain things, and the bit about it I'm preaching, you parents are saying, Amen. So the day it comes, you must tell your daughter, say, "Hey, then let's get the pastor of this man that is coming to marry you to marry you. Let's not confuse that man. You know how he teaches. Can I get an amen on that? Marrying outside the message is a vote of no confidence in the message. You don't trust that the message can produce a wife for you? But you say, I believe in the same message. Nonsense. Who are you fooling? I said it. Now it says, the weight is in the bride as it was in Mary. The bride has the mind of Christ for she knows what he once done with the weight. Oh, this is wonderful. He doesn't, he doesn't tell you, my wife, I mean, if you marry your wife, uh, and young people ask me a lot of questions. I brought some of them. I said, These questions are too good. Let me take them home. So maybe my young people have got the same questions. They asked me and said, Pastor, is it right if, if I'm black to marry a white woman? That's a question that young people had. All right. I said, you want to know how I answer yeah. I said the problem is that the backgrounds differ. And sometimes you the only thing you know about a dog is that it must guard the house. How it eats it must it must make a plan for itself. Then when you marry a white woman, she believes that the dog must have a medical aid. Sometimes it must go to school. So, let's talk with them. And they say, hey, we can see these challenges. Then I say, it's best to you marry the one that understands you and understands your background. Yes. Are you still with me? Yes. Uh, it's not racism, it's what, for what it is. Yes. Uh, are you still with me? Yes. Now, what happened? I said, look, now I'm talking about the bride. I'm moving from there. So, if a woman marries a man, she comes with a different background, you come with your different background. A lot of times, at the beginning of marriage, there is a conflict in marriage. Every marriage, at the beginning, after we have said hallelujah, and we have danced and gone home, the moment you go to a honeymoon, on your way to honeymoon, reality check. Now, As then you begin to find out that he is not the way you thought he is. You are beginning to figure out she is not the way you thought she is. Right there, there's beginning to be a quarrel, a a friction in the marriage because of different background. This one was raised to believe that you need to be up before the sunrise. This one believes that you can rest as long as you want to rest. Now they are coming into marriage, it creates a conflict. It's only after some years in marriage where you begin to find each other. And as you begin to age, I can imagine, brother Philip, after 37 years, now certain things you can even predict how your wife will react because of how you know her but this marriage between the groom and the bride we never had a conflict because right at the beginning he put his mind into us his mind is a guide of what he wants and what he doesn't want it's not our life it is his life in us i hope you got it let's read this before i release you cuz i'm having a revival list i keep you For the next day. (laughs) Question and answers. Paragraph 264. Just think, you are glorified, body. Here at the tabernacle now, the presence of the Holy Spirit, which is your glorified condition. You are glorified in Christ now. Those he quotes the scripture, those he justified, he glorified. And your own glorified body is standing near you right now. Right now. In Christ Jesus. To give you, to give you a strength like a charge going into a battery. The Holy Spirit is in you. is to take charge, your body to give you new strength. To heal you from the sicknesses that you've got. To make you well, right now, where you are, there is another body to give you strength, to give you happiness, to charge you. That's why when you come to church, when you go, you go rejuvenated. Amen. Who has ever taught you these things? Only Malachi are 4. That is this what we are saying here. It doesn't matter whether I go to India. I can go even in the village in India. As long as they follow the message of the hour, they will understand what I'm taking. Because this is the language of the bride in the end time. God bless you richly. As we stand to our feet... We will continue with this message at some point in time. There's still quite a lot around this. come
2: we know, Heavenly Father, in your house, Heavenly Father, that's where our spiritual bodies are fed, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the night that you have given unto us, Heavenly Father. Here is our pastor, Heavenly Father. He was just feeding us on the way Heavenly Father. Just to know, Heavenly Father, there is a certain language, Heavenly Father, Mm. that you have brought in this end time, Heavenly Father, that we can use, Heavenly Father. Mm. Even the devil, we know, is afraid of it, Heavenly Father. Father, make us conscious of the heavenly father so that wherever we go heavenly father we can know we are the son of the king heavenly father we can know christ is living in us heavenly father we can know that our bodies heavenly father our holy heavenly father that's where you dwell heavenly father so that we can strive to do all the right things all the time heavenly father father give us wisdom heavenly father Give us that knowledge, Heavenly Father, of your weight, Heavenly Father, so that we can adhere to your statutes, Heavenly Father. We are thankful tonight, Heavenly Father, of our pastor, Heavenly Father. He's doing great, Heavenly Father, helping people, Heavenly Father, wherever he is. We have put that in him, Heavenly Father. Mm, Father, we pray for him that Heavenly Father, you may give him strength, Heavenly Father. You may continue to give him. Revelation, Heavenly Father, to give Him strength, Heavenly Father, so that He can continue, Heavenly Father, to do Your work, Heavenly Father. Mm. We know, Heavenly Father, You have taught that in this entire message, Heavenly Father, that Heavenly Father, while we are still here on this terrestrial life, Heavenly Father, sh- we should be under the pastor, Heavenly Father. Mm. So, Father, we pray that Heavenly Father, He may not go to the left, to the right, Heavenly Father. May He may just concentrate on Your work, Heavenly Father. Thank Father, you, we are thankful of what is. Giving us, Heavenly mm. Give him strength, bless his family. Heavenly Father, you know his heart desire. Heavenly Father, may you continue to bless Heavenly Father and give him more. Heavenly Father, here are your sons and daughters. Heavenly Father, they are here. Heavenly Father, tonight. Heavenly Father, seeking your face. Heavenly Father, seeking your blessings. Heavenly Father, you know each and every heart that is here. Heavenly Father, mm. may you bless each and every one. Heavenly Father, give them according to your heart's desire. Heavenly Father, continue to fight for us. Heavenly Father, we know we are living. in this evil age, Heavenly Father, where the devil wants, Heavenly Father, to do rampage, Heavenly Father, not for the world, Heavenly Father, especially for this bright Heavenly Father, but in the name of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, we declare victory now, Heavenly Father. We say, Father, we say, the devil we are ready for you, Heavenly Father. As we move out of here, Heavenly Father, we will continue to fight, Heavenly Father. Keep us to be on our knees, Heavenly Father, so that we pray for one another, Heavenly yes, Father. Lord. We pray for the services, Heavenly Father, so that yes. we shall unite and be victorious, Let Heavenly be Father. So we pray for traveling mercy as we go to different homes, mm-hmm. Heavenly yes. Father. Bless our families, Heavenly Father. We commit all these things in the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. God bless the you just give us a song till we meet on sunday and just remember pastor crosby maliko will be with us amen